What would you feel like if now you were the man that you want to be? How would you see the world if things were as you desire them to be? Robert Frost, just the year before he departed this fair, he wrote this story for Life magazine. And he said the founding fathers did not believe in the future. What a shock that they did not believe in the future. They believed it in. He said, we are always imagining ahead of our evidence. And the most creative thing in man is to believe a thing in. They had no evidence to support their claim to democracy. They were under a king when they threw the king away and began to simply build a concept of the future. They did not believe that the mere passage of time would bring them that dream. They believed it in. And these men believed implicitly in the word of God. And they believed that if I know what I want, when I pray, believe that I have received it, and I will. Well, if that precept is true, literally true, to be accepted literally and fulfilled literally, well, then what am I doing not believing? I should actually know exactly what I would like to be, and discovering what I would like to be as against what I seem to be, dare to assume that I am it. And my assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. That I know from my own experience. And I know it's a law. Therefore, if someone is not becoming the man that they would like to be, and they tell me what I once imagined it and it didn't work, then what are you doing now? I'm still not imagining it. If imagining creates reality, what are you imagining? For if Christ is the only creative power in the universe, and I identify him with my own imagination, well, then my imagination is creating reality. So what am I imagining? Pick up the morning's paper, and I'm filled with everything I should not feast upon. All the horrors of the world, all the negative states of the world. After having read it for an hour, then I must either regurgitate, or in some strange way, rub it out. Because I can't go through life feeding upon such nonsense. But if I really know what I want, what you want, what we want, and persuade myself that we have it. If my premise is sound, that imagining creates reality, I should, in the not distant future, hear you tell me that it's worked for you, and the other one tells me, and I in turn tell you, and go through life sharing this marvelous news with others. So I say, live as though it were true. Just as though it were true. That passage of Shakespeare, we have been taught from the primal state, that, that that he which is was wished until he were. Here we find it in Caesar. He which is was wished until he were. He wasn't born Caesar, the king. But here was an ambition fulfilled because he was wished into it. He desired it, lived in the state, and everything reshuffled itself to conform to that state to which he was faithful. I see it in my immediate circle. Those who you would not think for one moment would ever become prominent, but they desired to be prominent. Those who desired to be successful, as they conceive success, no two see success in the same manner. Some see it through the eyes of wealth, others through rising in some profession, others in some other manner. But whatever they conceive it to be, they can realize it. If night after night they sleep in the assumption that they are now what they would like to be. 
And so we go back that if the Word is truly the Word that creates the system of the, in which we live. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. By Him all things were made, and without Him was not anything made that was made. No, not even the so-called unlovely things. For if all things were made, He has to be responsible for the unlovely things as well. So we are told in Scripture, I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. I create the blessing, I create the curses. But now I must choose life. Choose the lovely things, but don't say there's another creator. For if there's another creator, then we are in conflict. So my own imagination can conjure unlovely things if I dwell upon them, or the lovely things. But they can't be two gods. They can't be two creators. And if I can find that creator and identify with my own wonderful human imagination, that I can pass the buck. I can turn to anything and blame it for the things happening in my life. But I know that many of us are not discriminating, and when we see our own harvest, we don't recognize it. We can't conceive that we, in some strange manner, permitted these things to be entertained by us. But we did. It could not have come to pass in any other way. So if I believe it and I accept it, well then I will live by it. And then when I know what I want for anyone, and this goes for everything in this world, whether now at this very moment you desire happiness in marriage. You say, but there's no, not one person in my world that's eligible. I know no one. You don't have to know anyone. All you have to do is to decide within yourself what you want. Now, what would you do if it were true? Thank you for listening to the Neville Daily Podcast. Please subscribe for free at nevildaily.com to receive weekly inspiration, free lectures, and exclusive remastered audios from Neville Goddard. Head over to nevildaily.com to join the free newsletter.